0: According to the 2022 National Survey on LGBTQ Youth Mental Health, 45% of LGBTQ youth seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year, and 14% attempted suicide in the past year. Stigma, mistreatment, and lack of support have been reported as key elements in one's risk of suicidality. Welcome to Normalize the Conversation. I'm your host, Francesca Reicheter. And today, I'm joined by the author of The Amazing, A History of Pride, and LGBTQ youth teen advocate, Desmond. Join us as Desi opens up about the importance of supporting youth and teen exploration of gender identity from both a personal and loved one's perspective. I am so excited to talk with you today. Before we begin, I really just want to check in with you. How are you really? Um, I'm fine, I guess. Just meh. Like,
1: I'm just flat, I guess. Nothing really exciting. I mean, there is some exciting things, you know. But, like, overall, separating that stuff, I guess it's just been fine. You know, I have school. I have exams coming up soon. So it's been a little stressful lately. But um, I've tried to, uh, you know, do ASMR uh, and meditation to help me with that stress because I have exams coming up in June and uh, exams really stress me out so I guess I'm just mad like I'm excited for a few things that I'm doing but um, I'm also very stressed for um, upcoming tests and stuff because they, they basically determine whether I graduate or not so
0: yeah, I totally relate to that. I'm also a student. I'm doing my master's right now. And I have exams coming up, not next week, but the week after. And I don't do well with exams. It's very stressful to me. And it really does when exciting things are coming up around that time. I just get to that point where I'm like, eh, just yeah, like it's hard to be excited and stressed. Honestly,
1: I think when I'm most, the, the, exam that I'm most afraid of is math because I am horrible at math and um I'm not excited for that because I am not good at math I I forget every time like I have to do a test I forget all the material that I learned because it's so stressful um so that's what I'm most afraid for I
0: feel like math is a good one to be afraid for math is so difficult because you really have to know the formulas, right? Like you have to remember them. And when you don't, like there's nothing you can do. You can't just guess. Like you either know the formulas and can do it. Or you can't. And that to me is beyond stressful.
1: Right. Like in English, you can like just read something and then get something out of that. But like or like, you know, social studies, you know, you can just pick pick an answer and it might be right. I don't know. At math, you have to and you have to get it right. Like, um, you know, especially for the written answers. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, and like if you forget parentheses, that happened to me in my senior year of high school. I forgot parentheses, and my teacher, I remember, banging on the whiteboard, screaming. She's like, "You messed up this problem so much. Using proper notation, and that like." terrified me of math for so long because it is those small details and it can feel so overwhelming how are you coping with this stress right now Um, I'm not sure I just like to you know pretend
1: that it doesn't exist and just listen to ASMR and meditate so like I can get that stress out
0: yeah sometimes you just really need to release that stress for me um i like to listen to taylor swift for me there's a song i think everyone has an artist like that where there's a song just that just really can speak to them or has like multiple songs that can touch different emotions so for me personally that's taylor swift and i will blast i have a whole playlist for when i'm sad i have a playlist for when i'm happy i have a playlist for when i'm stressed i just and- have
1: one i just have one playlist like i have one playlist that like has like o- almost 400 songs on there so
0: wow
1: and, you know, I just listen to that. I mix it or I listen to one song in a playlist because I like to keep my playlist organized. I don't really like to have separate playlists. But, um, it makes like,
0: sense.
1: Yeah. I used to have some like em- emotion playlists, I guess you'd call them, but yeah. I just them into that playlist at once because, um, when I have feel like that, you know, sometimes I want to hear a happy song in the middle of a sad yeah. song. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that is so true. I've noticed myself, I was having a really bad couple days last week and I was only listening to my sad playlist and I was like crying more and I was like, why why am I doing this to myself? I know it's going to make me sad. I should mix in some happy music. So I might take that idea from you and make a joint playlist so that I'm not making myself more sad when I am already feeling so down. Yeah, that's what it felt like for me. So it was just like let me merge
1: them. So like in the middle of while I'm um, like listening to a sad song, then I can like you know hear this good song about you know, uh, being a baddie or something. I don't know, or like just like a good song about your best friend or something.
0: Yes, oh, I love that. So can you tell our audience a little bit more about you? Well, um, I am
1: 15 years old. I am a sophomore in school right now, and um, I am working on a uh, online clothing store called Be Amazing NYC, and it's gonna hopefully release by this week or next week. So I'm very excited for that. Um, and it, it had, it's based on new things, so like the shoes, they're all based in places in Manhattan. And I have my own custom pair that are like pigeons, because, you know, pigeons, like, you know, they're related to the city, and I love pigeons a lot. So, that is um, really what I've been working on. And um, other than that, um, I identify as genderqueer, and um, I just like to make people happy and um, be myself and find ways to express myself.
0: You are amazing. It's so important to learn to be ourselves and to figure that out so young that you want to be who you are, express yourself however you want to, and that that's okay. is incredible. I know for me, I felt so ashamed if I didn't fit into society's mold of what I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to like, what I'm supposed to wear. I would just feel so ashamed and embarrassed and feel like I had to do what everyone else was doing and copy them. What has made you want to just be true to yourself?
1: Well, I've always struggled with my identity, and I still do to this day. But um, I honestly, because I've been, you know, teased so much, I just really don't care what people think about me. Um, Because after a while, you know, you're just like, okay, so so, um, that just really helped me inspire me to be myself, because, you know, I'm able to, like, get rid of those who are trying to be negative and everything because honestly i don't i don't really like when like you know i don't really mind when people are just being mean to me because at, at this point i just don't care i'm just i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be myself and ignore their comments that aren't you no know, beneficial i'm just gonna ignore them and continue being myself and mm-hmm. i know some people struggle with that and my advice to them is just ignore it i know it may be hard But what I did, I ignored it. And now I'm able to freely express myself and be myself. And also thanks to my parents, too, who let me be myself. Because I know that not everyone has, you know, supportive parents.
0: It's so amazing that you have that support system around you and that you've learned to not let the mean comments and the hate Impact you and control you. I mean, in today's world, like to be completely honest, there is so much hate, and anyone or anything that's a tad different than what society has considered their norms for so long is usually a direct target of all this hate. And a lot of it's misinformation, a lot of it's just not knowing, not understanding, and a lot of it is generational hate and trauma that has not given people a chance to be accepting. So to you know, see
1: that's very true. Like, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions about things and people have the wrong idea of things. And you know, it's hard to, you know, explain to them what it is and what you feel like. And you know, if someone says, you know, they don't understand my gender identity after I explain to them, I'm like, Okay, that's fine. Um, you know, but um you know, I can see that like, you know, they're obviously confused and I guess that that kind of a not really affects me, but I just wish that more people were informed about that type of stuff. Yeah. But I still get what you mean by like the generational stuff, because people learn from their parents, and yeah. I learned from my parents that, that you know there's gay people in the world, and people can be them be themselves, and that um, there's people are different, and you should love for, love who you are, and love um, everyone else and who they are. Um, But I know that not everyone has that type of parent. So I feel like that also comes from like, you know, the parent side and how they were.
0: Yes, absolutely. I mean, it sounds like you had such an amazing example to learn to love yourself, to be okay with who you are and not feel like you have to hide or be ashamed, which is unfortunately the reality that so many people grow up with. And when people start to struggle with their gender identity, that can be really confusing.
1: In yeah, a I world like do.
0: I still do so that, to this day, so I totally get that. So when people are mean and they just kind of don't understand, what do you wish that you could say to them to make them understand? Well, I think there's a difference
1: between just blatantly being mean and just yeah. misunderstanding. I feel like someone doesn't understand, uh, but they're trying to understand they're not trying to be rude. And um, I totally get that. But if someone's just being mean and not understanding to be mean, or just using their understanding to be mean, then I feel like that is the wrong way to approach things. Because if you don't understand something, you know, try and get a perspective from that person's side, you know, as long as it's not hurting anyone, or it's not dangerous, then I think that it's okay to, you know, understand that, People feel different things. People believe in different things, and that we're not all the same, and we don't all have the same beliefs. So I think it's important to know that you know other people may not understand, but if you don't understand a concept and it's not hurting you, or it's not you know hurting anyone else, or it's not dangerous, then I definitely feel like no, you should you know still respect the person and support them.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. Okay, to not understand, but it's not okay to be mean about it. It's not okay to hate someone to make them feel less than. It's so important to have compassion and to be willing to learn, be willing to educate yourself, be willing to go outside of your comfort zone. Because when something's new to us, of course that may feel a little uncomfortable or scary. It's the same thing. If you were going to learn to ride a bike for the first time, that's something new that's uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean you have to be mean and throw the bike on the floor and run away. Like you can, yeah, agree. yes, you can learn to, you can learn, right? You learn how to ride a bike. You can learn how to educate yourself so that you're kind to people.
1: And I don't really think that, you no, know, you don't even have to educate people because, you know, you no, know, you just may not understand it regardless of how you look at it. But if you don't understand it, that gives you no right to just be mean to that person. You know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. And when someone is mean to you, do you feel like you have to confront them? Do you say anything back to them? Or do you kind of just brush it off?
1: I brush it off because I don't care what other people think of me. Um, uh, because, you know, I have people's ha- people's ha- people have had so many, you know, negative opinions about me over time that I just don't care no more. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. I've heard that before. So I just move on. But I understand that's not the for- same for everyone else. And my advice to so that would be, you know, just, I know it may be hard, but try and ignore their, what they're saying, because what they're seeing is obviously trying to hurt you. They're trying to grab your attention, and you shouldn't give them the attention they want, because that'll make them feel more powerful, um, and you don't want that.
0: Exactly. It's, you are amazing. The level of maturity that you have at such a young age is so incredible and inspiring, because... I, like we've said this whole time, our world is full of sometimes people just want to be mean and kids even sometimes just want to be mean and bully each other and tell each other what's wrong with them, why they're not good enough. And then social media leads to a lot of comparisons sometimes. So it's really important that we start to feel confident in our identity and not allow all those outside voices to affect us because who you are is who you are. And that's all that matters. Exactly. As long as you're not hurting anyone or any of the
1: yes. that, then you should be able to express yourself and um, feel feel free to be yourself.
0: Yeah, exactly. When you were kind of discovering who you were, what was that journey like in building that confidence for yourself? Well, I've always
1: been, you know, bullied in
0: school and stuff. So, and I've always struggled with my
1: gender identity. So, you know. When I was little, I started experimenting with labels um, until I found gender fear. And I settled on that for now. Um, But, you know, it's just being bullied in school and on social media. After a long time, it just gets old because you've heard the same things over and over. And you know what they're going to say. And you're just like, whatever. I know what you're going to say. I don't care. Um, Which, you know... I feel like some people may say that's like a bad thing but I don't think it's a bad thing to just ignore people and not confront them because I feel like if you just ignore them after a while they'll just get bored and just move on
0: yeah exactly when I it's so hard to do it's so hard to be like I'm not gonna let anyone's mean comments and opinions affect me and impact me and I know I I mean, I can do that for like a while. And then eventually it's just like they say something and I'm like, oh, that really hit that specific insecurity. Or I'm like, I just yeah. can't take it today. It's can yeah. be really hard. Yeah, I, I still do get affected by some mean things, but
1: not as much as I used to. Um, But, you know, some mean things will affect me. But I feel like that goes with everyone. You know, if someone mm-hmm. says or does something to you that hurts you, personally then of course I'm going to feel bad about that but um and you know sometimes I do but I don't and not after a while I don't yeah. um but most of the time I don't care what people have to say
0: as you shouldn't people it's okay to not feel okay when someone is not kind to you but it is not okay to not be kind to someone and to recognize that we're human right even if we feel so confident And on top of the world, and we love who we are, sometimes as humans, we get upset and we get hurt by it. And that's normal. It doesn't mean that we're no longer confident in who we are or that we're not sure of who we are or that we're questioning or not loving ourselves or not believing in ourselves. It just means that we're human. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So for youth... Right. For kids who are younger and they're starting to question their gender identity or starting to figure out who they are. Maybe they just realize that the gender they were assigned at birth might not fit who they are right now. What advice can you give them to s- explore maybe who they really are? Well, I would say
1: <clears throat> sorry, I would say look around um, and see what fits you. And see what community you feel is right for you and a label that matches who you are and makes you feel comfortable with yourself and not, you know, a label that will make you feel uncomfortable or you feel forced. Just be who you are and don't let anyone influence who you are, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. Um, just let it naturally happen. And explore from there, and and you know, then you can be on your own adventure. And um, yeah, that's my advice. That's what that's the advice I did. You know, I didn't take advice from my mom or my dad or the haters. I just learned by myself who I was, um, and I still do with that today. As I said, so you know, I feel like it can be a continuous journey of having to do that, but that's okay. You know, because eventually mm-hmm. you find who your true self is, whether it's how you were born, or a different gender, or trans, or any of that. It depends on what makes you comfortable.
0: Absolutely. And it is a continued journey, right? Because life changes, experiences happen. And no matter what we're talking about, you may just feel differently, be different. When something, when trauma happened in my life, the person I was before is not the person I am now. I have more understanding and compassion than I probably did before because I thought life was so easy for everyone. And guess what? When something bad happened to me and I didn't know how to cope, I learned that life is not that easy. Life is not that easy for everyone. And to assume that everyone had the same type of parents and the same type of family unit as me and the same love and support was just not the truth. And it's so important to be mindful.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it could be a traum- traumatic event like for me, yeah. which I'd rather talk about. That um you no know, traumatic event that might change your viewpoints so on things. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I totally agree with that. Sorry. Uh I just don't like yeah. to that event. But yeah, that totally changed my compassion for people, my understanding for people.
0: Absolutely. And that's so normal. And that's just that's just an experience and part of life, right? It really is. And that's okay. So as you go through life, whatever pieces of you are changing or not changing, it's just part of the journey. And all of it is beautiful and messy and up and down, but it's all part of it. And it's all okay. It's okay to be on that roller coaster.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So one thing you mentioned was not listening to all these other influences in your life. What are examples of influences that may make it difficult for someone so that they can recognize I am being influenced by this person or by this thing?
1: Well, I think, you know, you know, like society wanting me me to be a boy or, um, you know, society want me to dress in a certain way or identify in a certain way. Or act like a certain way; those type of influences, or you know, the influence that you know your friends have over you, yeah. um, or just the environment that you live in, um, can influence how you feel and how you identify. And um, I think that that does take an effect on people's, you yeah. know, find themselves. And you know, it did take an effect on me that now I just try and not let those influences affect who I am. Because who I am is not what, you know, I want people to think I am. Or I don't want people to, like, assume I am that. I want to be myself and not follow what other people think I should be, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Yeah, you just want to be you. You don't want to be the assumptions people have or the labels people have or all the misconceptions. You just want to be yourself and seen for who you are. And that's amazing. And that's as it should be, no matter who you are. You deserve to be seen as a complete human and not as a label.
1: Definitely. I 100% agree.
0: So when it comes to these influences, let's say that someone has recognized, I am being influenced by things my friends are saying or doing. Do you have any advice on how they can approach that, whether it's through conversation or through maybe stepping away? What advice could you have for someone?
1: Well, I think the first two examples are very good examples. Uh, stepping away or having a conversation explaining why you wouldn't want to do that or just stepping away from mm-hmm. them and saying, I don't want to be associated with that. Not my mm-hmm. type of thing. Um, then that's totally okay. Um, and if they can't accept that, then they're not actually your friends. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. They can't accept it and respect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They are not your friends and you should dump them. Um, because yeah. if you if you want, like, a good friend, you know, you should. Your friends should be able to accept you for who you are, and not judge you. And I think that's a very important okay. thing um, that some people misunderstand is that you know, you know, friends play a big part in the influence yeah. of you. And you know, they may try and make you do dangerous things, or things you don't want to do, or things that you're uncomfortable with. And it is okay to say no, even yeah. if you might lose your friend group, because especially if they're putting you in harm. Or mm-hmm. any that then, um, I really think it's important to just step away and say no or have a conversation mm-hmm. or just let them know your preferences or what you rather or not do. Because if they don't respect that then they're not your friends with you.
0: Absolutely. No one who truly loves you and cares about you should want to put you in uncomfortable situations. Maybe they don't realize it and you having a conversation and then them respecting their boundaries. Okay, that's one thing. But if you're having a conversation with them and you're saying no, or I'm not comfortable, or this is how I'd like to be referred to and they are not respecting you, they are not your friends. And it's very important that we have these conversations because... Definitely. a lot of times yeah a lot of times our friends we think oh we have to be this way and act this way so our friends love us but our friends should love us for who we are not who we have to pretend to be
1: yeah that's I, I very much agree with that
0: I had a friend today recently earlier today who I was like I mentioned before I was having a really tough couple of days like last week and she was here while I was experiencing that and this morning I was like like, I promise I'm going to go back to being my happy, energetic, normal self. And she was like, first of all, like, I never want you to make a promise to me that you're going to be normal. What does that mean? No, right. Your, your friends, your loved ones, they're going to love you for the ups and the downs for the good and the bad, every piece of who you are, not just the part of you that you think you should be.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, maybe emotional and you don't want to show that, but if your friends don't yeah. Uh, you know, accept you when you're emotional or support when you're emotional and you're going through things like a breakup or a, a family member passed or a, a friend passed then if they don't support you do that or they want you to just return to your normal self, they are not your friend and you should not feel pressured to become that normal thing because it is not normal to try and be when you're not um, it's it exactly. not normal. What, normal what is normal is Uh, expressing your feelings and your friends uh, helping you do those feelings or supporting you when you know you're in a tough situation that's normal not trying to be someone who you're not
0: yes oh exactly you should be surrounded by people who make you feel loved for who you are and not loved in spite of who you are right you should be surrounded by people that make you feel good because you deserve it you are so worthy of happiness of love of compassion of acceptance of just free expression you're worthy of all of it and for anyone to make you feel otherwise you don't deserve that like you really don't
1: I definitely agree
0: I think it takes, it takes people so much longer than 15 to figure this out. Like you are incredible because I'm still figuring this out at 24. And there's people much older than me who are still figuring this out because no one had these conversations and they didn't get to listen. They didn't get to learn to be part of it, to know that it's okay to be who they are. So I hope you know how many people you are going to be inspiring by having these conversations.
1: Thank you so much. I'm glad that I inspire you and you inspire me to continue, you know, helping
0: people. You're so kind. I also have another question for you. So we talked about if first someone who's exploring their gender identity, what um, the influences that may have on them, right? The people influencing them. But for family members, for loved ones, for friends, what's maybe some advice just based on your own experience of how you can just be supportive and not let your own thoughts or opinions influence someone who's just learning to love who they are well if you have a negative
1: opinion that you know might hurt them don't share it um and if you have a concern with them try and be kind about it Mm -hmm. you know um and just understand where they're coming from and why they feel this way because they might they may have not told you why they feel this way yet, but uh, you should, like, ask them, why do you feel this way? You know, they can explain it. They don't even have to explain it. Just accept them for who you are as long as it's not yeah. making you uncomfortable or, you know, it's hurting anyone, then it's totally yeah. okay to, you know, be supportive of your friend or your family member who, you know, is trying to explore themselves. Um, And, you know, if you have, like, a question about it, just ask as long as it's, you know, condescending, or just trying to sound mean, uh, you know, generally sound curious on why they think this way or believe that they are this, because it's important to ask questions so you can understand where they're coming from. Um, Yeah, my advice.
0: That is amazing advice. And one thing you said that I think is so important is that kind of difference between a negative opinion and a concern. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm just concerned, but they are instead, saying something that's very, very harmful to someone. And it's genuinely just their opinion, what they believe. And it's not out of concern and wanting to understand or be supportive. So could you maybe give an example of what a negative comment may be and then what a concerned comment may be so people can understand and say, oh, you know what? I thought I was acting out of concern, but I'm actually being harmful.
1: Like, let's say someone is thinking that they're trans and you know someone says oh but you don't like you don't you don't pass as that uh why aren't you passing like that and then you explain that's not very nice you know it takes time to you know pass and you don't even have to pass if you're trans you know um and then um concern is so why do you feel this way and why do you think this way and is it making you feel better um and i just like to know that's a concern yeah. But versus the other one, which is like, um, you know, why don't you look trans then or whatever?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, that's not a concern. That's just you trying to be me.
0: Yes, exactly. It's just putting someone down and telling them that they don't fit in in the identity that they are learning meets who they are. And they're trying to explore that and what it means to them. And to tell someone, oh, you don't fit in. That's so terrible.
1: I know, right? I totally agree.
0: Desi, you are absolutely incredible. I've had so much fun talking with you. As we are wrapping up, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience? Well, I'd like the audience to,
1: um, I'd like to say I'm sorry for the birds in the background. And I also like to say that you should be yourself always, no matter what anyone says. And pay the haters no mind, because they'll never be as fierce as you and I.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to Normalize the Conversation. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. This podcast is an initiative of inspiring my generation, focusing on normalizing the conversation, bringing education and awareness to the forefront, and amplifying global voices to spark change and hope. Inspiring My Generation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization on a mission towards suicide prevention through awareness, conversation, education, and support. Connect with us on Instagram at inspiringmygeneration and visit our website inspiringmygeneration.org to learn more about our work and how you can make a difference.